there's some great news for the economy and the Biden administration, but they don't seem to be embracing it very well. Cori Bush is the new face of the squad, and she is a Marxist piece of crap. And the businesses and businesses just can't quit the love affair with China. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I wrote a fantastic article yesterday on a debate I had last Saturday. Uh, that's going to come out tomorrow. I started recording it yesterday, but then Josie did come over, and so we ended up uh, we ended up doing our thing. But hey, it's going to be out tomorrow night. It's going to be a lot longer. It's going to be almost an hour. I think it's going to be over an hour. So we'll have to see how that works out. So remember on Tuesday, I said that there was a job that the jobs report that was going to be available today was probably looking pretty bad oh well it turned out it was excellent and was the first report to actually exceed expectations and it actually helped joe biden and the joe biden's administration last month because they fixed that so uh, apparently uh there were 943 thousand jobs created in july that is excellent and don't forget they were expecting about eight hundred and fifty six thousand. so that is way over expectations good deal the unemployment rate went from 5.7 to 5.4 percent what what now you would think that okay wait a minute wasn't it 5.9 percent last month you would think that it wasn't. It went from 5.9 to 5.7%. Now, don't forget, it went in June, they said it went from 5.8 to 5.9%. And then they readjusted June's jobs report, adding an additional 88,000 jobs. So it went from 5.9 to 5.7%. Then it went from 57 to 5.4%. That is great news for Joe Biden. But see, here's the problem. And this is something Democrats really, socialists really just don't get. It wasn't exactly great news. Because one of the reasons that's being suspected by a lot of economists is the reason the jobs report was so good is a lot of states gave up on the advanced or the um a lot of they gave up on the supplemental unemployment benefits they said an additional three states gave up the supplemental um unemployment benefits which is an extra like three hundred dollars a week or something crazy like that and so people realizing oh we're not quite making as much money so we need to get jobs there's lots of great jobs out there, and so they got a job. And this is a real problem for the Biden administration because the Biden administration likes the fact that people are getting money. They do. I'm sorry. They they love it. So Labor Secretary Marty Walsh said there's absolutely no evidence that the supplemental unemployment benefits that were being pulled from a lot of states 
had anything to do with the increase of jobs. Um, okay, well, we'll have to see about that. Logically, what he says doesn't make sense. If um, I am no longer getting an extra $1,200 a month, I need to pay bills. Apparently, I don't need to pay my taxes. But I, I not taxes. I don't need to pay my um, rent. But I have additional bills. I need to make that money back to survive. Yeah, I would think that, yeah, getting a job would be a good idea, especially since there are a ton of jobs out there. But no, there's no evidence about that. Hey, we'll see. We'll see next month. Because throughout the country, actually we'll see in um, October, because next month at the end of June, at the end of September, um, the benefits, the additional incremental benefits of this is going to end at the end of September. I'm going to be curious to see what Cory Bush is going to do about that. And then I think September, October and September, we could see over a million jobs per month. And by the way, I don't think that's unheard of to expect, but we're going to have to see because the states that are actually, and they don't break the, they don't break the jobs report like that. Like, where are the jobs coming from? Where are the jobs coming from? Are they in red states, blue states? Yeah, that information is not available. But I think in September and October, when these benefits are going to disappear, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And I don't care what Walsh said, what Marty Walsh says. It seems to me it's like, common sense that when the government stops paying you you need to get a job okay so we'll have to see what's going to end up happening okay i the squad has a new face and it's not alexandria ocasio-cortez uh it's cory bush now she is the second i'm sure aoc is really upset about this because she was the original squad member um, and, uh, this Cory Bush is a second generation squad member, but Cory Bush, she's doing it right. She is. And by the way, she's a democratic representative from Missouri, which shouldn't shock you too much. She's louder, more Marxist. She's dumber, more miserable than AOC. She had some. Really hot takes this last week. And like AOC, and I didn't bring this up, um, she was pretty much wrong about everything. So let's let's hear Cori Bush and hear some of her, I don't know, craziness. Okay, so the first one we're going to look at is Cori Bush is a hypocrite. Now, by the way, AOC is a hypocrite too. Everyone in the squad is a hypocrite. Uh, the difference is, AOC, when she's a hypocrite, she kind of disappears from Twitter, or she kind of ignores it, or she comes up with something quietly. 
Corey Bush is a hypocrite, and she announces it to the world. And she announces it in, I mean, partial English, because she can, I mean, the broad is stupid. I mean, there's no question this, this gal is really dumb. But she screams it to the world about how stupid she is and how hypocritical she is and how you just need to accept how she is. Okay, so here she is talking about her need for private security and for defunding the police. That's interesting. Listen to this stuff. This is crazy. You faced some criticism in recent weeks over your push to uh, defund the police. Um, the campaign records show that you spent roughly $70,000 on, on private security, and some critics say um, that move is hypocritical. You would rather me die? Is that what you want to see? You want to see me die? You know, because that could be the alternative. I have private security because my body is worth being on this planet right now. I have private security because they, the white supremacist, racist narrative that they drive into this country, the fact that they don't care that this black woman that has put her life on the line, they don't care that my that I could be taken out of here. They actually probably are okay with that. If I end up spending 200000 if I spend 10, 10, 10 more dollars on it, you know what? I get to be here to do the work. So suck it up and defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police and put that money into social safety nets because we're trying to save lives. I'm on the right side of history and if they want, they can come and meet me to my face okay you know what i'm gonna say this she sounds like a tiktok video do you notice that she sounds like she's just talking out her ass half the time this gal is and, and she said something really bizarre in this interview and i didn't add it here because it wasn't part of what i downloaded but one of the things she sat back and said people have attempted to kill her that her life was already, someone actually attempted to assassinate her. Okay, I, I'm going to do something wild and crazy. I'm going to call BS on that. And I'm going to call BS on that because I'm pretty sure that this hypocrite, narcissist, probably sociopath, would have made sure everybody and their mother heard about it. What had happened. And by the way, here's the whole thing. You want me to die? You want me to die? Oh, by the way, I do that on purpose because she sounds like a freaking moron. You want me to die? You want me to... No, that's... No, I, I, I'm I, asking you. You're kind of being a hypocrite because you want to defund the police. And yet you're spending 70000 in taxpayer dollars. By the way, she's not spending 70000 on anything. But $70,000 on taxpayer dollars is what's being spent on her personal security. You want me to die? That's not an answer. And you want to defund the police. Her self-importance is just freaking disgusting. And it's not just me that sees it. What about the people that actually depend on the police to protect their bodies? She wants personal security to protect her body. What about people who need the police to protect their bodies? I guess they're just not that important. The white supremacist narrative that she brings up to hide her hypocrisy is getting very old. And you know who it's getting really old with? 
it's getting really old with like Democrats, moderate Democrats. She's not being embraced in the world. So, yeah, hey, um, she's she's a nut job. There's no question about it. And she's a nut job enough to become the new face of the squad. AOC, you know, it's already been in Congress three years, right? Which is insane in, in itself. I think we don't have to worry about AOC or Cory Bush being nuts. We have to worry about the people who actually elected these people being nuts. So, but anyway, but anyway. Uh, do you guys remember the McCloskeys? During the BLM riots, rioters tore down a wrought iron fence, walked into a protected community, and they were actually heading towards the mayor of Missouri at this point. And the McCloskeys got scared. So the husband and wife both brought guns. Now, I'm not going to excuse them on some things. They obviously don't know how to handle guns, but... Um, the the husband brought out an AR-15 and the wife brought out a a handgun. Thousands of rioters were there. Now, of course, everyone's going to call them protesters. They were rioters. They tore down. They were trespassing and tore down a fence. They were rioters. And this was after rioting had been occurring left and right. They armed themselves. They had weapons ready to go. They were yelled at. They were threatened. For Christ's sake, they threatened to kill the dog. These were not good people. Nobody is, was arrested in this whole thing. Except for the McCloskeys. Because they had a gun and they were defending themselves. They had their guns taken away. They finally settled their, um, their court case. They set out to be a misdemeanor. People gave them a lot of crap because they settled for a misdemeanor. But the reality is the second they they made that settlement for a misdemeanor, the husband went out and bought another rifle. The wife bought another gun. That way, so they basically saved themselves a lot of issues. But here's the thing. Even convicting them, even going out and making plead guilty to something was just really disgusting if you think about it you know nobody was arrested besides the mccluskeys the people that vandalized threatened and the and, and, and trespassed the people who threatened the mccluskeys who had called the police and couldn't get a police officer over there they were the only ones arrested hmm well, Cory Bush had some strong words. Cory Bush, who, by the way, was there. She was part of the riot. And I'm sorry, when you start tearing, when you start tearing apart um, uh, fences and are trespassing, you are now part of a riot. Cory Bush was there, and she had some strong words. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't bring this up yet. Republican Governor Mike Parson of Missouri said, you know something? We're going to pardon the McCluskeys. So now they don't even have a misdemeanor on their record. 
So Cori Bush had some comments about that. Let's listen to what she said. It's a little long, but all these are going to be a little long. Listen to what Cori Bush had to say. I do want to get your reaction to a big story coming out of St. Louis. The governor of Missouri, a Republican, has pardoned Mark and Patricia McCloskey, who were famously photographed pointing guns at protesters during June of 2020 in those demonstrations in St. Louis. You were actually among the marchers who encountered the McCloskeys that day. Mark McCloskey at the uh, Republican convention called you the Marxist liberal activist leading the mob through our neighborhood. What is your reaction to this pardon? It is absolutely unbelievable. There are other people that should, that there are pardons that we have been asking for, pardons that actually should happen in Missouri, and that was not one. That was not one. They stood there, they pointed their guns, totally reckless, to a group of nonviolent protesters walking down a street that had no clue that they lived there, didn't care that they lived there, didn't know them, didn't want, didn't want to know them didn't want to know them. Mark McCloskey is an absolute liar. He has spat on my name. And, and because of that, his day, his day will come. You will not, you will not be successful in all that you're trying to do when you are hurting the very people that are out trying to save lives. Nothing good comes from that. He can try it, but I will not stand by and allow him or our governor to hurt the very people that are doing the work that they should be doing. So, that was, there are other people, Governor Parson, that you should be looking at. We have an activist that's been sitting for such a long time, sitting, do something, actually show up and be a, the governor of all the people of Missouri, not just those that follow your type of politics that actually hurt black people, that actually hurt brown people, that actually hurt people who are unhoused, that actually hurt our LGBTQ community, that actually hurt people who are of the Muslim faith, people who are, are struggling in this country and people that are burdened differently than you. Stand up and be the governor of everybody. It's ridiculous. Okay, you know what's ridiculous? There's so much to unpack in this gar... This load, this word vomit that she does. Okay, first off, um, I, I just want to point out that she was on private property. So she was trespassing. So if she didn't tear down the walls, I don't know what she did. But didn't she commit a crime? The second thing is, I'm sorry, I may be way off here, but last I remember... They had burned down the entire city of St. Louis. They were there illegally. They tore down a wrought iron fence. These were not peaceful protesters. These were rioters. And how do they know they're going to be set up? And of course, I noticed she, she went right after the um and by the way she went right after the governor right she went right after him well you should have pardoned the people we pardoned exactly who did you want pardoned that would be my question who exactly should he have pardoned because i'm pretty sure none of those people all of those people should have been arrested all of those people should have been arrested they were trespassing they committed um they it was an unlawful assembly. There was they, they had committed vandalism. 
they should have been arrested. So exactly, my big question is exactly, um, I, I, I mean, the only people that were arrested in the whole thing were the McCluskeys. And by the way, she seemed to have forgotten they'd threatened to kill him, they threatened to kill the wife, they threatened to kill the dog, they threatened to destroy and burn down the house. That was forgotten. And the other thing is, this gal is against the police who the McCluskeys couldn't contact because the police weren't allowed to respond. And now they had guns and they were pointing guns at you folks? Well, maybe they were pointing guns at you folks because they were afraid for their lives and their property and their dog. It just absolutely amazes me the how unaware these people are. How unaware these people are. So, it, well, Cori Bush, she's was also against the rent monitor, uh, moratorium. What a shock. Okay, she's a freaking Marxist. That's what she is. And by the way, we need to talk about communism. Uh, socialism, how this actually starts, because it's it's already there. We're already there. She actually parked her ass on the Capitol steps of the building to protest the end of the rent monetarium, moratorium. Excuse me. She was trying to show the world what it was like to be homeless. Of course, all she had, all they had. To, oh, anybody had to do was go to her district that where she was elected take a look on the streets and you can see what the horm homeless look like because that's all they had in her district are homeless but whatever here she is with elizabeth warren again this is another longer clip here she is with elizabeth warren warren discussing all the work that she's doing all the work that she's actually doing to to keep up this homeless this uh, rental moratorium. Here she is. What I also understand is what it's like to get an eviction notice. I understand what it's like to not be able to do anything about it. To know you don't have the money, or know you can't do anything, and to know you're going to the street. I know what it's like every single minute to not be able to sleep. Because you got two kids, you got to make sure that you keep safe every single minute. I remember going, to, trying to go to sleep and, and finally just going to sleep from exhaustion and then waking back up because are my kids still okay? Did anybody break into this car? Are my kids still okay? Did it get too cold while I was asleep and my, and, and my baby is not breathing? Like all of those things. So this is not okay. We cannot just allow humans seven million of them possibly to over the next few weeks be sent out to the streets we as a country we have not handled the crisis we have right now how do we add seven million more people and, and remember congress allocated 48 billion dollars in order to make sure that landlords would get help yes we understand this yes and to be able to help families the problem is, it was a complicated program. Mm -hmm. People were under a lot of stress already because of COVID. A lot of uh, folks weren't in the office, and they weren't—they were never designed 
uh, a lot of these state offices to be able to handle this kind of a problem. So it's taken a long time, longer in some states than others, but it's taken a long time to get the wheels starting to turn to be able to push that money out so that the landlords are covered and so most of all the families get to stay in their places. It's now starting. The money is starting to move. But right now we still have tens of billions of dollars that is unspent. I don't want to spend that money after people have been moved out of their homes. I want to use that money to keep people from yeah. being yeah. 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 Elizabeth Warren of all people shouldn't be talking shit. That gal has done absolutely nothing. She's never hired a person before. She's gone to all these colleges and things like that. She's never had to worry about it. Now, I will give Cori Bush, yes, she was born poor. She she did have struggles. You know something? Everyone's had struggles. Most people have had struggles. I've had struggles. Everyone has had struggles. Um, here's the thing. Don't have three kids and not have a husband. How about you get married? You guys figure out how to live and you deal with that. And there are other things. There are other things. I mean, you write a you sign a lease, you're basically making a contract and you're breaking your word. You're breaking your promise. What about the I mean, they keep saying, "Well, no, hey, the um the uh, landlords, there's money from the government that we've allocated and nobody's getting it. Well, yeah, because government sucks at absolutely everything. And that's why they can't get the money to those people. Because bureaucracy is running the country right now. Not The government's not running anything. The bureaucracy is running the country. And they have been sucking this up for over a year, and I'm talking about the landlords, they have been sucking this up for over a year. And no one's helping them. And instead of sitting back, Cory Bush and Elizabeth Warren, sitting back, why aren't these landlords getting the money they're owed? No one figures that out. Well, no, the money's out there. What are the states doing with that money is my question. Yeah, I bet you a dollar this it's not going to anybody. Well, here's the thing. This stuff that Cori Bush is pushing is being embraced about as much as it was embraced with AOC. Over 80% of people do not believe in defunding the police. Most Democrats now are beginning to realize that their poll numbers are going down because of this defund the police movement. And most Democrats now are sitting back and rejecting it. But then you have Cori Bush, like a bull in a china shop, sitting back and saying, no, defund the place, blah, 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 blah. You know what, Cory, Keep talking. AOC, keep talking. Every time Cori Bush says something, not only does she not sound like she can speak English correctly, she sounds like a freaking moron and she people are not happy with this policy but she doesn't care and by the way this is the marxist way which is what she is she's a blm activist she wants no local police 
She wants a national police force, which she will be in the position to control. And she supports rioters such as BLM and Antifa, just as Hitler embraced the brown shirts. Or, or Stalin embraced the NKVD. Or Mussolini embraced the black shirts. She loves Antifa. She loves BLM. I say keep talking. Keep pushing this. She already sounds uneducated. And she sounds like a tyrant. Her hypocrisy makes her look like she doesn't care about anyone but herself. She looks like a not she looks like a narcissist. She looks like a sociopath. Her spitting on the McCluskey shows she doesn't want people to have any way to protect themselves. They can't have police, they can't have guns. The this is totalitarian stuff and nobody in the country likes it. They're beginning to push back. Democrats are beginning to push back. They don't like her policies. So this stuff, yeah, probably not gonna last forever. Okay, I got a I, I got a great one. This is a, just a great story. I went far longer on that than I, I wanted to. Um this story is out of uh, I think it's Russia. Senya Ovidjenko. Kova is now suing McDonald's after she claimed she saw this mouth-watering cheeseburger commercial and she decided to buy that cheeseburger. And she, was, she bought an Happy Meal and she ate it and it was good. Here's the problem. She's Catholic and when this this happened was in April 2019. Now I don't know how many people are Catholic here, but what happened in April 2019? It was Lent. It was Lent. She is suing McDonald's because they made her break break the Catholic tradition of Lent, where on Fridays you do not eat meat, poultry, eggs, and crap like that. Okay, here's a newsflash. I, I break Lent all the time. I eat on Fridays. I'll eat meat. Typically, it's because I forget it. Only a couple of days do I not forget anything. That's Good Friday and things like that. But, okay, whatever. So, now, I could sit there and take this seriously and bring up some things like, um, you know, if you're going to, throw a frivolous lawsuit like this, you should have to pay for the attorney's fees of McDonald's. I could bring all that stuff up. I'm not going to. Because first off, this lawsuit was brought in Russia. And the second reason I'm not going to bring it up is the lawsuit is $14. She is suing them for her Happy Meal, which costs $14. Now, I truly believe what she could sue for is the true crime of a Happy Meal in Russia costing $14. That's the other thing. It was in Russia. I don't know if I said that. It was in Russia, so this is not really a thing in the United States. But um, but the reality is, maybe she'll win. You know what? Good. Let her win. 
Freaking McDonald's. Why are you in Russia anyway? We're an American country. You want to charge $14? Charge me one Big Mac for $14. And I always order two because I like Big Macs. I just thought the whole thing was funny. I, I thought I should bring it up. Now, the other, the finally, we have our TikTok story. And by the way, you're going to have to go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com because I actually do have an extra story that I skipped. I think it's a pretty important story. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it tomorrow when I do my other podcast because that is going to be all personal stuff, making it out like I'm really intelligent and stuff with a debate I had with a BLM leftist. But this is this is something. Um, this is a teacher in a public school talking about the sin of using the wrong pronouns with one of her students. Now, this could be a guy. I am not 100% sure. I have no idea. And if you look at this character, you'll sit back and say, the first thing you'll sit there and say to yourself is, um, this is a teacher? Yeah, it is. So listen to this nut job. <sighs> Guys, I messed up. I messed up. So I had a kid on Monday... They said their pronouns were she, her. Then on Wednesday, yesterday, they came to me and they said, you know what? My pronouns are they, them. I want you in the class to use they, them. Okay, cool, great. They come to class today. There's names on desks in groups for assigned seats. They can't find theirs because I guess my first class knocked it off. So I go to the class. Hey, is she in anyone's group? Does anyone see her name? It took me five minutes to realize what I did. So, someone asked a question yesterday. What do you do when you mess up? Well, we all mess up. So, what I did when they were sitting by themselves, I approached them and said, I screwed up, didn't I? And they said, yep. And I said, I am so sorry. That is completely 100% my fault. I apologize. I will not get it wrong moving forward. Um, you know, please know I heard you when you told me your pronouns, and I will get it right. That was totally my bad. I apologize. Um, so that's what you do. You own it. You apologize. You know, they, you know, they were happy that I came over to them. They were disappointed in me. You, I just saw the look of disappointment, and I was just, like, so disappointed in myself. <sighs> but we just get better. We learn, we grow, get better. I will not F it up again. <sighs> now, I'm only going to bring up three things here. I don't need to take this whole thing apart because you've been hearing this crap forever. One, she's a teacher. She should... She, he, I don't know what it is. Okay, I don't know what it is. Um, it could be a guy. I, I have no idea. But this person should not be a teacher. Two, our children should not be controlling the classroom like it's letting the classroom control. And three, they and them are not singular pronouns. They're not. They're plural pronouns and they're asexual. So this whole thing, just absolute insanity. Okay, we're done. Tomorrow we're going to have another uh, podcast. I'm already halfway through it. 
It's going to be a fun podcast. It's going to be kind of a self-centered podcast more than anything else. But I think it'll be kind of fun. Uh, visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Take a look at all the links. Uh, take a look at the videos because I actually have a ton of video. Hope you guys have a great weekend. If I do not, if you do not download my podcast uh, this weekend, this is Gene. You've listened to Dumbass Talking Politics.